Hello, Josh. Hello. Hello. Uh, what if I talk really low like this? Wow, it's going to be one of those episodes, huh? Yeah. Yeah, real sexy episode. <laughs> We're going to definitely have to mark this episode explicit. Yep. Not safe for work. Don't let your boss catch you listening to this episode. Yeah, this is a wet and wild episode. Wet and talking about wild cartoons. Well, you you've lost me a little bit there, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to J&J Lose the Plot, a podcast about two friends just hanging out and having some fun, uh, and a lot of times we talk about movies. Uh, I'm your co-host, Josh. This week, we're talking about two movies. Oh, you're not going to intru- introduce yourself this episode? Oh, yeah, it's Joel. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> we're talking about two movies, Atlantis and Treasure Planet. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Both Disney. Yeah, we, I really, we kind of just stumbled upon doing two episodes at once, or two movies yeah. at once. I don't really know why we're doing it, but I think it's going to mm. be fun. I think yeah, these, I think so. These, New format, shake it up. Yeah, I think these two movies um, kind of go hand in hand, and I think they fit together pretty well. Yeah, so, they have a similar backstory, I think, too, eh? Yeah, yeah, they definitely have a similar backstory. They came out back to back years, 2001 to 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, they both kind of came out at like the downfall of 2D animation at Disney. Mm. Uh, and I was pretty sad, but it, it, yeah. it's, I, I think that, um, the success of these two movies kind of played into them starting to shut down their 2D division at Disney. Right. Uh, there's actually rumors that it was planned. Uh, yeah like th- this yeah probably treasure planet in particular was planned to be a flop so to shut down the 2d division and, oh, and start I see. up yeah i don't know how true that is mm-hmm. but i'm sure we'll go well, into that like, a little bit later even if it's not like maniacally planned like <laughs> i'm gonna shut down the division it's like if they'd plan to not give it marketing and not give it the proper support it needs they knew it was gonna fail it, yeah exactly yeah. you know it's gonna flop for like, sure you don't give it Time to grow. Right. Well, well I, that said, though, I'm going to get off right off the bat and say, I also watched Hercules today, and Atlantis and Treasure Planet is better than Hercules. Oh, my God. So much better. Yeah, they're good movies. Yeah. I, I really don't like Hercules very much. No, it's not. I mean, it's I, fun, and, like, the character design is really good. Yeah. And, like, a, there's a lot of good parts, but, yeah, the story overall and... And yeah. and I think anyway, I enjoy... We're not talking about that one too much. I think I... <laughs> yeah. I think I enjoy it because of the nostalgia reasons. Mm-hmm, right exactly. like it, it's because i i liked it when i was a kid and so yeah. i kind of like Plus, I think Little Mermaid. It now right. i love that movie but every time i go back i'm like this is not a good movie yeah like, it's not as good not as i really. remember yeah no but i think treasure planet and atlantis are very good movies yeah uh, i they're definitely my favorite 2d animated movies hmm. uh 2d sorry 2d disney animated movies right. okay um yes. Uh yeah, I I think that the stories are both pretty strong. Uh, I so I don't have descriptions for these episodes this week. Do we want to do description? Or are we just gonna assume everybody has seen it? Or yeah, let's just go. Yeah, okay, let's just do it. So you can Google it, guys. You, don't listen to this episode if you don't watch the movies, right? Or do, and then you just have to be with us. <laughs> it's like two guys talking in, in the bus, and you're overhearing. You're, it and you're yeah. Like, Why? Are, what are they talking about? <laughs> Do your research and go watch mm-hmm. these movies. They're they're very yeah. good movies. You'll have lots of fun. They're very good. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stories are very good. So, uh, yeah, I uh, so I actually grew up 
watching it. I grew up watching Atlantis very often. Like it was one of those oh, really? movies that I put in all the time. Yeah, I probably would have if I kind of knew about it. Right. Like, at the time. But the, when was it? Did it come out? 2001? 2001, 2001, right. Yeah. So I was about six years old when this came out. So this was like mm-hmm. the perfect movie for me at that age. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I saw this in theaters and I remember being just amazed. Yeah. Like I, I was so like moved and uh, like happy and satisfied with with the movie and in the ending i remember yeah. i remember this was one of the first movies i cried at like watching it in in the theater no i i was like well, I, of it course. Was, the ending like I, I don't know i i don't think that it was like anything like sad yeah. i was just I like like i guess the dad dies i know i it wasn't anything like i wasn't sad i think i like it was one of those things where i was so like blown away by the movie that i oh, was yeah. like I was literally moved to tears as a little kid watching this yeah, movie. That's amazing. Um, and that doesn't like I don't know if I've ever really had another experience like that before. No, I was gonna say I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, I, but I remember like being in the movie theater. Like I, I was like I had tears in my eyes at the end of the movie. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's I I think that the story is pretty strong. Uh, one of the the strongest. Uh, Disney animated stories. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. It's it's a it's very different from what they're used to making. A lot of the yeah. well, they're Dis- both very adventurous, right? Like, very like, and like not even like. I know a lot of their movies have had adventure in it, but these ones are like more mature adventures, I guess. Yeah, like more is at stake. It seems. Yeah the the movie is about the adventure itself in both of these mm-hmm. movies, where yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of the other Disney anime movies that have adventure uh, prior to uh, 2001 were yeah. like characters happy and then they're kind of thrust into adventure or right. they're like a lot of things like something bad happens and then from there they, they are to forced out. to, yeah, they're forced to go yeah, on this journey this one, to fix like things. Adventure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it they both really have this kind of, I think Atlantis more so than Treasure Planet has like a very Indiana Jones vibe to it yes. too. Yeah. Um, well, they both have like a, a treasure hunt. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I think Treasure Planet yeah. is a little bit more swashbuckling. Yeah. Adventure where uh, I don't know how to describe like an Indiana Jones type adventure, like a yeah. Well, like I think it's archaeological like like, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like a, like a runes, like a Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a Tomb Raider type thing. Uh, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. And then moving on to Treasure Planet, uh, I think it also has a strong story. Again, very similar. Uh, yeah. I think that both main characters are pretty strong. Uh, mm-hmm. Having uh, Jim not really have a direction in life and kind of being this outcast and then wanting yeah. uh adventure and then kind of stumbling into it and then from there going on this journey and and you know learning how to like grow up and be an adult and have responsibility while going on this adventure and yeah you know solving this mystery of where this lost planet full of treasure is is yeah mm-hmm. really really fun yeah i think i think for me i think treasure planet is a 
I don't know. They're both good. I think Treasure Planet has a better story arc mm-hmm. and character growth. Um, I think because it's so stark between like even the villain kind of gets his own character growth arc. Um, right. And I feel like there were less plot holes in Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I enjoyed Atlantis more, which I don't know. It's kind of like I like factually. I know Treasure Planet's a better movie, but I think I I enjoyed Atlantis more because I just like the mystical right. part of it more than the space part of it. Yeah, I I think that uh the there are some characters in Treasure Planet that work a lot better for me. I think mm. Jim and Silver and uh. Even like Captain Amelia to an extent, I think mm-hmm. were very strong characters. Yeah, that I really loved the the relationship that, between Jim and Silver. Yeah, oh, it was it was great, and it's like fantastic. all the relationships were, were were pretty good and right. like mature relationships, and I think realistic ones too. Like yes, they didn't feel kind of outlandish, or no one felt like they really did something out of character just to for advancing the plot or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think contrasting that, I think that mm-hmm. Treasure Planet also had the most unnecessary characters and right more yeah. characters that were in your face comedy relief, like, like fart, like Ben or the fart monster or yeah, uh, even Doctor Doppler to an extent. I think that maybe he was a little bit. Which like Dr. he was the the dog. Oh, the dog. Doc, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I didn't I didn't dislike him at all, but I also mm-hmm. thought that he was just kind of like yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. He he felt like he was a little bit more of a main character than I needed him to be at times. Yeah. But I, he I don't think he really overstayed his welcome too much. Ben, on the other hand, mm-hmm. is I think a contender for worst disney character for me like he's very up there as one of the worst i know we've talked before about our favorite and least favorite disney sidekicks and yeah yeah, he he skyrocketed yeah (laughs) ben's up there for me as worst yeah because he really sucks he's really unneeded in this story Mm -hmm. um now i I know so treasure planet is obviously based off of treasure island yes uh and i know that ben is a character from that as well, he's this oh, really? yeah, I didn't know that. pirate that was marooned on the island to okay. stay behind on the treasure to, uh, on the island to make sure that nobody stole the treasure, right? I believe, and then from there he kind of went crazy. Yeah. So I think obviously that's where the whole Ben the robot losing his mind came from. Hmm. Uh, it was a cool concept. Yeah. It was very annoying. They definitely yeah. went for the the like Robin, Robin Williams rapid fire comedy. But without Robin Williams. Yeah, I don't think Martin Short did as good of a job with that. No. Yeah. Uh yeah, he he's I think he's pretty funny, but mm-hmm. I think it it just felt so out of place in this movie. Um Yeah. Yeah, I really did not enjoy it. Uh no. No, uh, yeah, he was loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when you compare that to Atlantis, I think that there are a lot of characters that like are kind of minor background characters almost yeah but they uh you they get enough screen time where you get to learn a little bit about them and they're kind of used mm-hmm. for like to the the, the story's advantage yeah uh, where and you like, kind of i think the only one that's really like comedic relief i mean the old minor dude i guess there's a few like they do comedic stuff but none of them right. are really like 
comedy relief. Yeah. Like the mole even like mole, but he's yeah. not really he's still smart enough to be his own character. Right. And and I think too, uh, for me, with both the minor characters that weren't comic relief, like Audrey and uh Doctor Sweet and like all mm-hmm. of the characters that you like during the movie. Yeah. And Mole, who is this comic relief, I think that mm-hmm. having Milo bond with them throughout and having them be yeah. kind of those B, B C characters and mm-hmm. really helps with the gut punch when they all turn on him. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that it's very obvious that uh Rourke was going to turn on them. Like mm-hmm. it was kind like you knew that going in, like right from the beginning beginning you're getting hints, but I, yeah, and then and I, then like when they they say like there wasn't supposed to be people down here, just changed everything. He's like, right, nothing. That's kind of like your cue to like, oh, right, he's bad boy. But then having the whole crew turn on them, mm-hmm. uh, turn on on Milo, I think made it a little bit more uh, powerful of a, of a twist and like uh, that gut punch that but yeah. you really felt that betrayal when mm-hmm. Vinny is holding a gun and like stopping Milo from helping Kita up, like yeah. That makes it a little bit more uh, meaningful, those relationships earlier on when they are being goofy and it's just kind yeah. of like character moments where, yeah. yeah ben... It makes it more realistic too. Like those guys were there for the money. Like, yeah. So no. obviously their first reaction is going to be finish the job, but then they grow, you know, they grow a conscience. Mm-hmm. And, and I think setting them up with their like small backstories around that campfire too, when they're telling mm-hmm. what they're going to do with the money helps because, um, you know their motivation, but then yeah. so when they turn, you you're kind of like, oh yeah, I guess they did tell us they're motivated by money, right? Yeah, and it's exactly. for their family. And then when they switch sides back to Milo, you forgive them because you know that their intentions were good. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I think that that setup was both comedic relief, but then also needed for the story and, and helped it. Yeah, with, with that think- twist. So. Yeah, and Len just did very well at handling a large cast too. Yeah, because like most movies, like I don't know, the cast feels like cumbersome, whereas this one didn't. Like right, you, did, you didn't. You didn't have the characters there if they weren't needed. Yeah, um, I but think you it... had enough of them to be like you didn't forget them. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good, and they all had a small role at some point. You know, they all yeah. helped in their own way. That was. Yeah, so it was a really good like group adventure. Yeah, I, I like that they were all there for a reason, and mm-hmm. they kind of had the role in the story and in the crew. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you're completely right, though. There there are a lot of movies that uh, introduce a lot of characters, but then they, they don't do it well. Yeah. And there are some movies that really do it well. And I th- mm-hmm. think that a lot of the times you have to do it over like several movies to set it up. But Mm -hmm. movies like this shows that you don't need to do that. Like you can, you can come up with clever ways to tell a story and, you know, give a character background without stopping the movie and explaining their background. Yeah. Right. Uh, No, I totally agree. I think that like one of my favorite examples of that in other movies Whereas Guardians of the Galaxy does that really well, where right. they introduce a bunch of characters all at once, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't stop you to talk about Rocket and Groot and where they came from and how they met. Like you don't yeah, need you that's gotta, not important. Yeah, uh, exactly. You, you only get the the tidbits that are important, right? You get those mm-hmm. visual cues a lot of times too. Like you know, Rocket was tortured 
uh, mm-hmm. and was like, you know, messed up from that one or two shots where Peter Quill sees him like putting on a shirt and he sees the robotics on him and like yeah. scars and stuff. I think that Atlantis does uh, a lot of things that are similar to that where you get their mm-hmm. backstories. Right. You, you see that Audrey is like this stubborn headed uh, character right off the bat. She's like this tomboy and she you know, is punching Milo and kind of being rough and tough with him. But then Mm -hmm. a little later on, Milo helps her with the machine and they kind of bond a little bit. And then from there you learn why when they're kind of sharing what they're going to do with the money uh, Mm -hmm. around the campfire. Again, that I think is a really good way to explain their backstories without stopping the movie to explain it. You kind of get a little hint of, you don't get a flashback of each character. Yeah. Yeah, so have been rough. No, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I th- I think that they uh, they do a really good job with that. Yeah, really, uh, really and, enjoyed that. Yeah, and I think the reason because I was like, oh man, he's explaining Atlantis so well. I think I like Atlantis. I'm just gonna, I I misjudge Atlantis, but I think the major thing that bugged me about Atlantis was the Atlanteans, like the like I, I know they explained why they knew the languages and stuff, but it just seemed yeah. I never, I, I never like when movies tend to make outsiders dumb for certain situations, but really smart for others. Like she knew all of English. And then there's a scene where he's explaining English words and she's like, this is weird. And it's like, well, you knew English already enough to. Right. Like, I guess I, you know, so those I things guess I knocked me out a little bit. I guess I, what I took from that was like the slang of it. Mm hmm like misunderstood like she knows the yeah, word like, sweet as the literal like meaning but then the character's name is also sweet yeah so yeah and i think that's played for comic relief and those parts don't work as well for me either. yeah that, i think and i think those just those little things and then um i don't know like i just felt like maybe we needed a bit more time on the atlanteans yeah whereas i find like treasure planet whereas i dislike some of the characters a lot i feel like it finished cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely agree with that. I think that the ending of Atlantis was really fun. Like the action was mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. And I, I yeah. love that. Like everybody's switching sides sides and then they're kind of abandoned there. And then they yeah. all learn they how to use out. the equipment and they run mm-hmm. after them. And that final like confrontation is really fun. But yeah. then something really weird happens in Atlantis. And oh. I, I didn't, really think about it until right now because again the first time i watched it was when i was really little Mm -hmm. and then from then every time i watched it it just felt like part of the movie and i enjoyed it again but i really sat down and kind of it for you no 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 not at all but i really (laughs) i really sat down and like thought about it like tried to think about it as if this is the first time i'm watching it and rourke turning into that weird crystal monster monster was Uh really unneeded and weird yeah like such a weird moment. Uh, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of ideas on the board when they were yeah. finishing the movie, and they kind of threw them all in, <laughs> like a little bit, a little bit all in. Yeah, um, I don't hate the concept of it. No, exactly. It, it looked really cool, and it would have been fun. But immediately after turning into the crystal monster, he's destroyed, chopped. Yeah, yeah. he 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 died. Like I think maybe exploring that a little bit more could have been fun. Like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a super long movie. You could have like maybe extended that a little bit, or even like cut down on some of the other confrontations, and then yeah. explored that. 
or just have it where Milo like outsmarts him rather than beats him in a in strength contest. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It it felt weird. Yeah. And unneeded and kind of out of place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, because whenever like a, 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 a like a traditionally intelligent character kinda doesn't outweigh a strong character, it kind of feels not cheated, but like Yeah. Kind of just an easy ending. Right. Like he wins by being brave mm-hmm. and and still fighting him even though he knows he's outmatched. Yeah. Like he uh, like Milo's fighting for the heart of Atlantis and Kida yeah. herself. So like he's going to mm-hmm. throw himself out there and and fight no matter what, which is cool, yeah, but exactly. I think yes. that giving him like a way to win where it's his strengths mm-hmm. like not his not his like brawn strength but like his strength as a person Kid being his smart yeah, yeah. his yeah. wit and his his um intelligence i think yeah. would have been better like trying to trick him into like jumping up into the fan and like pulling down the chain or something like but really mm-hmm. he, the, the rourke monster just kind of climbs up and he almost falls and he when he grabs on the chain like flings him up yeah so it didn't even really feel like milo had that much of a like win mm-hmm. with it i don't know i i think that, yeah. that or, part or, I, or even if we didn't want to do milo as like the guy who killed the guy we could have done a thing they could have done a thing where like greed would have taken over o'rourke or something like right milo could have even been like no don't like you'll if you touch it you'll you know like it could have started falling and he could have tried to touch it or something and right Milo tried to warn him or something yeah just to show that milo knows more and he's trying to for save sure still that has a very like tarzan feel i, I feel mm-hmm. like like at the end where uh oh, her yeah, check is like yes yeah, slashing the the vines and tarzan tells him no and he ends up killing himself because of that mm-hmm. like that yeah, yeah I, I really like that is he he ends up being his own downfall kind of thing and yeah milo warns him like the whole movie mm-hmm. milo is kind of warning everybody like telling them where to go and what to do and what everything means and not to disturb yeah. people so that could have been a really cool uh down like death for him is it's his mm-hmm. own downfall like his own own hubris trying to take yeah. control of this thing he doesn't understand mm-hmm so yeah, that could have been really funny, right? Yeah, that might have been the best way to end it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, really good visuals in both though. It's kind of mm-hmm. sad that so much work went into them and they didn't really do well. Yeah, uh, Treasure Planet lost money. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlantis uh, made a little bit of money, but not a whole lot in comparison. Yeah. Uh, Atlantis had a $120 million budget and then made 186. Okay. So not, so not too bad. Uh, I don't think it's the success that, um, obviously the, the studio or the people working on it were hoping for. And I definitely think it deserved a larger success than that. Mm -hmm. And then treasure planet had a budget of 140 million and it only made 109. Hmm. Yeah. So lost a little bit of money there. Yeah. Well, I think like, well, Atlantis, all the characters were the same tone. Like that's, I think that's where the, like where that movie edges Treasure Planet out is that all the characters fit in the same world, 
Whereas mm-hmm. I find Treasure Planet had a lot of characters that while their character, like their their personalities made sense, their character almost didn't fit the world. Like I find the doctor doctor was maybe a little too kooky. And then for the tone they were trying to set, and then the fart okay. monster kind of just, I don't know, like, but then like tre- on, on Atlantis side, like the designs were all over the place for the characters. Like they were almost drawn by different people, whereas Treasure Planet had more concise there. Right. So yeah, they they have similar problems, but like different versions of them. Yeah, you know, I I completely agree. I really like a lot of the designs in Atlantis, but I do mm-hmm. think that. They sometimes didn't mesh well together. Yeah. Um, I like think the, the two that stand out is Rourke and um, the girl. What's her name? Helga. Like the evil girl, Helga. Those two, I find, like, every time they're next to another character, I'm like, they kind of... St- like, Helga is, like, a straight-up, like, DC art, almost. Mm-hmm. Even the way she walks, like, it, it's very different than... Yeah, like, if you compare her to Mole, who is, like, mm-hmm. a circle, pretty yeah. much. Like, his character's design is this big oval, like a big egg walking around. And yeah. she's this very like realistic, muscly. Yeah, well, she's like a, woman. a poison ivy or something. From, yeah, like, a Batman comic. Right. Uh, and then, I mean, even down to Milo's hands, I really mm-hmm. love the design of the hands and like mm-hmm. how they look. But then some yeah. of the characters, like Kita, had normal-looking Disney hands. Right. And and at first I'm like, "Oh, that that maybe that's just kind of a way to distinguish the Atlanteans mm-hmm. where they had more cuz I I was paying a little bit closer attention to that and a lot of the and and the warriors that you first see like the the Atlanteans all yeah. kind of have those like nice round like soft Simplified. Disney design. Yeah. But then the king has again like the squared off Nobby. Stylish, yeah, des- design. Yeah, yeah I think, I, think so, probably, I, don't know. I feel like Atlantis was rushed. Probably. Because I feel like they probably just put all the animators, like, and without really a, a style yet, and they're just like, start animating. Mm-hmm. People were like, what about style? And they were like, it doesn't matter. Just go. Right. Um, I f- I, that's my feeling. I have no idea if that's mm-hmm. actually what it is. It just, it seemed like, even, even if there was just a team of designers and they all designed characters, and the director was like, yep, those all do. And then the director right. was like, but they don't match yet. And they're like, no time or something. Like something yeah. along those lines that at some point they didn't take the time to like mm-hmm. mesh them together. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, I, I think that they were all well designed and they fit their characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But yes. yeah, they, they didn't necessarily look like they belong together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Treasure Planet had a very solid uh, design team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that this movie had been planned for like years and years and years. Because mm, yeah, it was those two directors' like little dream, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. So we talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah, I think we briefly talked about it. it's uh, mm-hmm. Ron Clements and John Musker. They wanted to make this movie they wanted to make treasure planet they wanted to make mm-hmm. uh treasure island in space is what they called it at first yeah and um jeffrey katzenberg at the time and uh the ceo of disney michael eisner who was notoriously awful at mm. running disney uh yeah. 
they really cared just about money and making a profit. Actually, this kind of ties back into Hercules a little bit. Right. But because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they of all the the product placement type thing. Right. They they really wanted a bunch of commercial success uh Disney animated movies. Mm-hmm. So they kept telling Ron and John that they can make their Treasure Planet movie after they make a successful Disney animated movie. They would make right. one. They'd make Little Mermaid. Okay, that was great. Now we need another one. Okay, well, uh, they made Aladdin. And then after right. that, there was another one. Uh, and then finally, Jeffrey Katzenberg is like, okay, you just need to make me one more successful movie. It has to be perfect. It's got to have, it's got to be marketable. It's got to make toys, blah, 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 blah. And that's where Hercules came from. And I, right. I think that's why Hercules felt so pop culture yeah. yeah like it it, w- it was a movie to m- that was made for marketing really right it, yeah. it had very fantastic music mm-hmm. great character design uh mm-hmm. the art was amazing and then it was also it, it was easy to sell to trailers and movie theaters and audiences because it had a lot of pop culture and funny bits to it that right now I think and Danny DeVito don't work right, and Danny DeVito, yeah. yeah. Um, so from there they were finally able to make Treasure Planet, and at that point again, two D animation was kind of going on a downward spiral uh, mm-hmm. after the success of Toy Story and Toy Story Two and Bugs Life and Shrek, all of these movies, mm-hmm. and and I mean Jeffrey Katzenberg had been uh, gone from Disney at this point. Right. Uh, I think Michael Eisner was the one at the end who finally said they can make the movie because Jeffrey Katzenberg left to make DreamWorks and he was kind of the the person behind Shrek. And that was right. 2001, I believe, that area. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, really, this movie was a passion project that these Treasure Planet was a passion project that these two directors had been wanting to make for years and years. And when they yeah. finally got the chance to make it, Disney kind of pulled the rug out from under them and didn't market this movie at all. And it flopped. It's a, yeah. You know, it's a very similar story to Iron Giant in that sense. Yeah. Where they, they, yeah, that's too bad too. Yeah. Well, I mean, they all have the same vein, right? They're, they're very much adult, not, not adult, but like more mature animated films. Yeah. Cause I think the directors knew that like animation is more than just for kids. Yeah. But, I think the studios didn't have like confidence in them. I think that's changing now. I think we'll see a a, a, a swing in that. I hopefully. hope so. I I hope so. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, again, animation is a is not a genre. It's a medium yeah, it's to tell medium, a story. Yeah. You can tell mm-hmm. any type of movie in an animated form. Like you can tell yeah. a horror movie in in animation. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Yeah. Um. It's just that. Well, I think that's where anime kind of edges out. Right. Like they've they've broken the mold of like. When you see anime, you don't think just kids. Like, you think right. all of it. And when you see an- American animation, you're like, oh, that's for kids. Like, it's almost, like, ingrained in us. Right. You can make a like... crime drama in anime. Mm-hmm. You can make a sports show, like, yeah. a horror movie, anything. Um, I think that is the some of the fun of anime is that it can be whatever. And in mm-hmm. Japan, they kind of just go crazy with it. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't that's wait to really see that. Stuff. Uh, brought over to North America because well, I think I mean like as much as a lot of people don't like globalization and stuff. Like I think some 
the culture is kind of crossing like that, we're going to get some some better, you know, movies and and animation and influences from different cultures. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah. But is there anything else you you wanted to talk about specifically? Not there was one more thing that I was gonna mention. Okay, that yeah. Treasure Planet score really annoyed me because <laughs> there was some songs that I was like, okay, like the yeah. really like when uh, Jim was like sad and the song was like really really. The, like, I'm not 90s. here. Nineties, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay, but whereas Atlantis didn't have that, so I just feel like right. Atlantis had a better score. I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that Atlantis had a good score. Uh, it didn't mm-hmm. I don't think really it didn't have a soundtrack. It didn't have any songs, right? Like lyric no. songs. Yeah, Treasure yeah. Planet did. They had yeah. there's two. Um, there was the I'm not here, mm-hmm. and then there was also one at the end of the movie. But it was kind. Of, it kind of led into the credits, and it was the credit song. Yeah. So uh, that one Those didn't bother me as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that the um, the score itself, though, for both were pretty good. But Atlantis, I I really do uh, think that it fit the world, kind of that yeah. adventure tone really well. Hmm. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. I think that. Maybe that's it for these these movies. There's two movies. Yeah, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I yeah, mean, I, I liked I liked a lot of like the the world and the foliage and like the space animals. Yeah, and stuff like I I liked all the kind of like uh, mood setting stuff. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I I really love um, in Treasure Planet the combination of future and old school. Yeah. Um, I think I remember hearing oh, no, somewhere. Oh, Josh, I'm losing you. Oh, okay. Am, am I back? Uh, uh-oh. Okay. Oh, uh, hello? Hello? Hello, okay. Whew. Oh, you're back. My headset, my headset, I need to get a new one. Oh, okay. It's just like, it like slowly like just started like turning you down and then you just lost. Oh, no. Sorry, what were you saying? That's okay. Um, I think I remember hearing somewhere in like an interview or documentary about Treasure Planet somewhere where when they were designing everything for that movie, like the sets, the characters, the weapons, everything like that, they would try to make yeah. it 80%, uh, like old school, like, like real life. And then 20% sci-fi. Okay. So like the ship looked like a pirate ship or like a sailing hmm. ship, but then there were parts of it that, were kind of futuristic. Oh, that's yeah. That's a cool way to like, kind of think about it. Yeah. So even like the yeah. buildings, they were very old timey, but then they had small elements of it that were in the future. You could tell that it's yeah. kind of this place out of time. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I yeah, really love some cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love the pirate ship. Mm-hmm. I really like, uh, you know, too, I think the, in almost every single shot in Treasure Planet, there is 3D animation as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that it does a really great job of integrating it uh, for the most part, but then there are mm-hmm. definitely some scenes where you get, you're kind of like, whoa, okay, that's a 3D creature. Yeah. Like the whales yeah. look, looked... Uh, the, the whales were just straight up 3D characters. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Silver... 
uh, he was actually half 2D and 3D. Yeah, his mm-hmm. his robotic parts were all 3D, and then they were rendered flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of, kind of similar to the Iron Giant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, sorry, and I know you know this, but I guess I'm just saying this. Yeah, uh, for the audience. For the audience, if, if anybody else doesn't know. Uh, so yeah, they they were uh, 3D parts of his robot leg, his robot arm, and his like bionics in his eye were all 3D and then composited into the 2D animation. Mm-hmm. Um, the pirate ships were all 3D. A lot of the sets were 3D and then painted over to be yeah. 2D. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlantis had a lot of 3D as well. There were a lot of the ships. Uh, the Leviathan yeah. was 3D. Again, a lot of the sets. Uh, but I think that Atlantis actually did a little bit of a better job blending I, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't yeah. there. There wasn't really a moment where I was pushed out of the movie. Like, whoa, that kind of feels out of place and mm-hmm. no, you know, not two D. Where there were only if only a few times really in Treasure Planet. Like, it wasn't a ba- like it wasn't anything that stood out a whole lot, but. Yeah. yeah, I think the whales in particular were very 3D uh, yeah. rendery to me. So, can I say something so super different? Yeah, when when I go, mm-hmm, it makes a little butt plug sound or like <laughs> sound wave, mm-hmm. and it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You can you can draw different shapes. Do you think people make dildos with sound waves? Like you can make like. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, you can cut this mm-hmm. out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess final thoughts on on uh, the two movies. I think they're worth a watch. You yeah. Should watch them. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like them. I would definitely give them both a watch. Um, yeah. They're fun. Where you get more of these? Yeah, I I, I I wish studios would would sink a bit more money in like more outlandish adventures. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Like like what other animated movies are like this that are like mm. just adventure like North movies? American. Yeah. Hmm. Like they all like a lot of the ones they feel very you know what? gimmicky and kind what? of out of place. What? It'd be a very good question for our audience. Ooh, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, because like if you have one tweet at us. I guess like Rescue Down Under, like stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's true. Are, yeah, I guess a lot of them are actually like they're not human adventures. They're like as soon as you go animal, you get to be more adventurous. I guess true. Yeah, yeah. There's not a. I mean, like I guess Tarzan would be the closest. Yeah, like there's Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, it's not the same. T- I think it doesn't I really feel where, like where it, it trips up. It's kind of like um, like a lot of animated films have the two characters thing get stuck and they have to help each other out. Yeah, to get like above the certain challenge or whatever. Right. Um, you, you, and I think these ones didn't really have those things, so I think that's why they felt so different. Yeah, yeah, it, it did feel like an ensemble movie with mm-hmm. some main characters. Yeah. But yeah, it, it did feel like it, it was the adventure genre through and through. Yeah. Where movies like uh 
Emperor's New Groove and Wreck-It Ralph and Lilo and Stitch. It's those two characters kind of coming together to get over an obstacle that they kind of both yeah. share. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the other and Disney ones. each other type thing. Right. And a lot of the other Disney ones are just straight up fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the only other one that kind of doesn't fit in either is Big Hero 6. Yeah, that's true. Like that one's a little bit more ensemble, but it's the superhero genre, so it's very different. Yeah, but from it's even still Treasure Baymax Planet. and Hero, though. Like it's still two characters kind of helping each other out. Yeah, yeah, I and guess the other you're characters right. are kind of rotate around them, but those two are the ones that change. Right. Like the other characters don't have character growth really. Like they're they're awesome at the start, and they're awesome at the end. Right. I guess Whereas I just Hero... didn't see it, uh, uh, Baymax as like a character that changes at any point. So I just kind of yeah. didn't really think about that, but that's true. Yeah. It is yeah. really hero and Baymax. Yeah. They kind of help each other. I, I guess uh hero helps him more literally like with right. a bunch of stuff. And then Baymax lets hero kind of like change his outlook. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 And that's it. Mm. I don't have much news this week either. No. More game stuff. Yeah. Actually, I've got a quick question for you. Did you watch this on oh. Disney Plus? Yes. Okay. I watched both. So, oh, speaking of my, Disney Plus. Oh, oh, wait. No, you, you do your thing. Oh, I was going to say. So, my, for some reason, my Disney Plus was translating everything to French. Ooh. Like this. Fancy. So, at the beginning of the movie, the characters are speaking in Atlantean. Or mm-hmm. Nordic or oh, whatever. And the it is. subtitles were the French. subtitles were French that were baked oh, into weird. the movie. But then on yeah. top of that, there were subtitles translating the French subtitles to English. Oh, and that's then weird. probably just a bug. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. And then uh, at the end of the movie, when Mister Whitmore is opening up the letter from Milo, it's written in French. The, even the title of the movie at the beginning was written in French. I don't know why Atlantis was French. That's, huh. That's weird, eh? Yeah, I went through my settings and everything, and it was all set to English. No subtitles, but it still popped up. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, weird. I wonder if there's um, like a, a different version. Because I know I had a friend that had Zootropolis for Zootopia. Right. There. So there might be some weird either region settings or yeah. like somewhere... Yeah, that, or it's just a bug. Yeah, it could just literally be logged in and somehow it logged you in the wrong region. That yeah, that definitely could be it. Because again, mm-hmm. the, everybody was speaking English. It was just the yeah. like everything that was written down, or yeah, in a different language that wasn't English was mm-hmm. subtitled in French. So yeah, hmm. yeah. Hmm. But what were you, what were you gonna say, Joel? I watched Mandalorian. Oh no! Before that. We were, that was a, that was it. I set up no. I set up the Disney Plus thing to be a really good, good, uh, uh, what's that called? Oh my god! Uh, segue? segue. Thank you. Two to our question this week, Joel. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up? Uh, we <laughs> we uh <laughs> we try to put out questions all the time for our fans. Uh, yeah. We uh, ask you guys questions on week. Facebook and Twitter. It had to do with Disney Plus, Joel. Oh, you know what? It's because so. Just so our audience knows, we've changed everything up. We're recording on a Tuesday, not a Monday. We're up outputting on Sundays instead of Wednesdays, and we might it's be just, changing to Friday now. I don't. We might be changing. 
Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Well, everything's so just, just with us. all over the place. We're sorry, okay? We're sorry. We're learning this we'll get... as we go on. Just as much as you are. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. learning how to listen to us. We're learning how to talk to you. Yeah. That's just how it is. Um, but oh, what we've been binging on. Oh, that makes sense. That's why right. you wanted to go there. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. I'm sorry. That was really good. That's okay. Yeah, we put out a question each week, or we, at least we try to, uh, pertaining mm-hmm. to the movie that we're going to watch or just something that we want to talk about. And yeah. uh, we want to hear from you guys, and we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Uh, so this week we asked you guys what you've been uh, watching on Disney Plus, and if you have it, mm-hmm. uh, and we got a couple of answers on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Christy Thompson saying she uh, she's loving the chance of rewatching Gravity Falls. It's one of her favorites, mm-hmm. uh, and which I didn't like clue in when I saw that. I was like, oh my god, right? That's yeah, so I'm probably gonna do the same thing. Um, and then she's also been watching the Tangled series, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't been able to watch that one, but I love the the look of it, so I should watch at least. Yeah, that it's it's very beautiful, and I think mm-hmm. it's a pretty clever way to continue the story without making an unneeded sequel. Yeah, I feel like a TV show feels very unconsequential. Yeah, where like a sequel can kind of damper how you feel about the first one. Yeah, exactly. Um, like Wreck It Ralph was one of my favorite animated movies, and then the sequel came out, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, no. So now yeah. I kind of feel like Wreck-It Ralph and Wreck-It Ralph 2, I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're good movies. Right. You know what I mean? Where, like, before oh, they, the they second one. paired. Yeah, before the second one came out, I'm like, oh, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is really good. You should watch it. And now I'm just kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're good. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yvonne says The Mandalorian has been fun to watch. And mm-hmm. she's also put on Hercules. Uh, oh, it's also been fun putting on Hercules or Mulan and stuff like that as background noise. Yeah, I've been doing the same thing. Like, yeah. Just like kind of like old 2D movies, just kind of like while I'm cleaning or if I'm mm-hmm. playing Pokemon on the Switch or yeah, really doing anything. I- I've been putting on uh, DuckTales. Ooh. Stuff Ooh. like that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Tristan says uh, mostly Simpsons. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do that. Yeah. The Simpsons. Ca- or, uh, I mean, they're on what, season 30? Yeah, close to it. Yeah. yeah. If if not 30, close to it. Um right. and then Louis or Lewis Roberts says uh we started watching Star vs. the Forces of Evil and they're loving Ooh, which it. Which is so actually far. pretty good. Yeah, I heard that it's very yeah. good and I watched but I haven't I think the first I watched yeah, like 8 episodes. Yeah. So may, maybe that'll be something that I add to my list and go back and watch. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. God, there's a long list, eh? Yeah. So what have, what have you been watching? Stuff? Uh well mostly nothing new okay. except I started watching Mandalorian this weekend. Nice. And I gotta say, not super impressed. Really? But yeah, I'll pro- I'll probably finish it and we can maybe make an episode of it. Yeah. I don't want to okay. talk too much about it, but I yeah. So far not super impressed. Maybe I think I fall victim to the hype, so I think it's gonna be very good. So when I finally uh, watch something, I'm okay. like, oh right. Okay, I guess. It's not that good though. Okay. So I think that's kinda where I am, but I'm gonna give it some more chances i've watched four episodes so far. okay yeah i i think that what i like about it is that it's going in a completely different direction like it doesn't need to follow mm-hmm. the star wars stories no yeah i love that i, part. I really Absolutely. really am enjoying that like exploring the world without having to deal with the skywalkers anymore mm-hmm. and yes. it, don't get me wrong i love those movies um mm-hmm. and i love even the just new ones more i just the whole universe yeah let's let's yep. finish the story and end it at that before it gets too much Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of reruns. Mandalorian, 
Uh, I've also been watching Marvel Hero Project. Oh, I need to watch that. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. it's very very good. It's not it's not a superhero movie or TV show. No. It's it is a Marvel like thing that they're making, but it really doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the superheroes. They focus on real kids uh, doing amazing things and telling their stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's this uh, this girl in the first episode. Uh, she's born with only one arm right uh, her right arm i believe it is uh is only from the shoulder to about where the elbow would be right. and uh she kind of made her own prosthetic arm oh, that shoots like sparkles and it's kind of her that... version oh, of like of a superpower yeah so she she's Amazing. taking she's taking this thing that normally would be this awful thing mm-hmm. and you know something you'd have to deal with and live with and she's making yeah. it her own and, and kind of yeah. you know, live, learning to live with it and doing something wonderful with it and mm-hmm. now she's going to a bunch of meetings helping other kids uh, oh, so sweet. And, and like teaching them to kind of learn and work around it and and, and enjoy it rather than mm-hmm. kind of take it as something that's bad and and that's just one episode right so then so they're all different kids right so then from there what they do is they really the whole episode pretty much is telling their story and and how amazing these kids are and then Mm -hmm. at the end they kind of come in and they talk about like marvel creators the comic book artists the story uh the story people, the producers, they kind of talk about her and compare her to other superheroes and say, right. you know, like talk about what makes her so special. And then they gift her a uh, a comic book that's, oh, that's cool. that is of, her. Like herself. Right. Yeah, so they, they make sweet. her a Marvel superhero and give her the mm. comic. And it's just so, cool. yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Um, there's five episodes and, and, They've been coming out every Friday, and they're just fantastic. Hmm. I'll have to give it a whirl. Yeah, definitely recommend it. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, that's what I've been Hmm. watching. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. You got any news? uh, Not a whole lot of news. There's a a bunch of trailers that came out. Yep. Uh, Watch Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I think think the trailer actually did a disservice to this. I think the movie is actually better... Than the trailer showing it to be. You think so? I feel like the trailer was cut generic, but I think the movie actually is going to be good. Yeah. My, that's my prediction. Yeah, it feels like there's going to be a lot there. I wasn't blown away by the trailer, but it... No. It, it, it feels like it's going to be a good movie. I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it. Like, it looks yeah. like it's going to be good, but the trailer mm-hmm. could have been stronger. Um, yeah. The Wonder Woman trailer also came out. Didn't watch that one. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I in- oh wait, I did watch that one, and then the spoiler other, I guess the dude was there, and I was just like, oh man. Yeah, Steve Trevor's like back you. somehow. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a reason, and I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, but I don't know. It's also DC. Like I'm just kind yeah. of like I'm hoping this is gonna be good. I don't know. It yeah. looks I mean, beautiful. Yeah, she looks like she's a great Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, and and like the visuals are great, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, story I'm not super jazzed about. Yeah, so we'll see. And then mm-hmm. uh, the other trailer that uh, came out that was pretty big was the Black Widow movie trailer. 
Right. I did watch that one too, actually. That looks fine. Yeah. But I'm kind of burnt out on Marvel hero movies. Uh, yeah. I kind of not care about. I'm also kind of just like, at this point, did we do we need this? Yeah. Do we need to know more about Black Widow? Like, at this point, yeah. I, I think I would have been kind more feels excited. Like arc was over. Right. So this is taking place in between Captain America, Civil War, and Avengers Infinity War. So it's taking right. place in the past in between two movies. And I think if it was if it came out around then it, I would have yeah. been excited for it and would have wanted wanted to know more about this character, but like at this point right. I'm just like uh, I've seen this whole her whole story before like yeah kind exactly. of like why I don't yeah. need another piece. Yeah. I don't know. It it feels maybe it'll be good. Like it looks fun. The characters look pretty well, cool. That's the thing is that they can be good movies. It's just like it's the same thing with the the uh, Wreck-It Ralph thing is they they tie into this universe that I feel is finished. Yeah, like start a new one. Yeah, and, and like I I'm I'm excited to see more Marvel movies. Hmm. But uh, you're telling a story from the past that they you just wrapped up. Yeah. Like uh, show me something new. Like give me give me a reason to be excited about these uh, new Marvel movies that you have slated. Right, yeah, like exactly. establish something new. Maybe if you want to yeah. use old maybe they're, maybe characters, they're doing in the movie. I just maybe like yeah, maybe they're gonna set yeah. up a device or like a story that's yeah. gonna come back later. But yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I will say though, one of the the villain that they showed is one of my favorite villains in the comics. He's Which really cool. His name is Task Taskmaster. Right. Uh in the movie, he looks very boring and stupid because he's just another that- big gray villain like he's just like silver Mm -hmm. and boring in the comics he has like a skull mask face yeah uh and he has this like orange and blue suit and like this hood over top and he's got a bow and arrow he's got a shield oh yeah he's got a bunch of different weapons a a meaner looking dr doom yeah uh with a sword and shield yeah and his whole thing is he has a bunch of different weapons, and when he his like superpower is that when he fights you, he learns how you work. Right. So then he can be an equal match to you now. So right, he's yeah, fought yeah. Hawkeye, and now he has the same abilities as uh, Hawkeye, and he's able to like right. shoot arrows just as well as he he can. He's fought Captain mm-hmm. America, and now he can throw the shield, and that's why he's got that big round shield with him. So he's kind of right. has that power. Yeah. So that's really cool and kind of a fun concept. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it, he he would have been a cool character, I think, to have versus like an ensemble of heroes because mm-hmm. he can. He's very strong, right? And he he can kind of well, adapt. They're, they're to doing it. like so, an ensemble, yeah. in the trailer, like they had a bunch of people. So maybe it'll be, yeah. Good. I don't so know. I, I'm hoping that'll be fun because, it, yeah, in the comics, he's a really fun villain. Um, I yeah. just I, I want to see the orange and blue costume. I don't need to yeah. see another like boring looking villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Superheroes really have a yeah. villain problem, I think, lately. I mean the same thing that happened to X Men, like they didn't use the, the yeah costumes and it's kinda like but that's what people want. Yeah. Like, what, I, I think that uh for the most part they did do a good job with the costumes in the Avengers movies. Like the heroes look mm-hmm. good, but the yeah. villains always look crappy. Yeah, they always look too like yeah. I'm cool. It's like nah. So uh we'll see. Yeah. No, no. All right, so I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, next episode is going to be our Christmas special. 
Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so get ready. Mm-hmm. Hang your holly. Sleigh bells. Yeah. Jingle them bells. Hang your... Put up your tree. Yep. Hang those stockings above the fireplace with care. Eat some cookies. Yeah. Get some eggnog. You better be good, for goodness sake. Yeah. Because next week is our Christmas episode. Boom. And we're going to be watching the Netflix original Christmas movie, The Night Before Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Night spelled with a K. Yeah, K-N- K-N-I, Night. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty wild episode. So... Yeah. Join us. Yeah, please join us. I feel like Hallmark movies actually, for a brief preview of our previous life, I feel like Hallmark movies is almost the, the birth of this. Of us talking about awful movies. About movies. Yeah. I think it's one of the first times we watched movies like in our apartment and made sh- like poo-poo on them. Yeah. We we kind of had a Mystery Science th- Theater 3000 thing going on with a lot of these Hallmark mm-hmm. movies where we just comment, you know, commentate on it while the movie's going on. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I guess a little of uh, history behind it. So I think that this episode is going to re- be really fun because it's going to feel like so. that again. Yeah, and we'll be wearing Santa hats, which we, you won't know, but you'll feel it. We'll we have energy. We'll be wearing Santa hats yep. and nothing else. And nothing else. I was just going to say that too. I'm glad we're on yeah. the same page. <laughs> so get ready for that. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that's going to be it for this week's episode. Catch us over at J&J Lose the Plot on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated. Um, that'll help mm-hmm. us out. Uh, and I'd also and like share. to... Yeah, please share. Share it with your friends. Uh, if yeah, you, share us. If you like this uh, this podcast that we've been creating... We're not we're not a limited resource. No. We're unlimited. Yeah, un- you can share us to everybody. You don't have to hoard us. Unlimited. So... Unlimited. Uh, yeah, share with your friends and uh, give us a follow and like on Facebook and Twitter. And please give us some feedback, too, if you're liking it or disliking it or if there's things that you like or dislike about the episodes or movies we're talking mm-hmm. about. Let us know because we'd uh, like to keep that conversation going. Yeah. Um, and before we leave, I also want to thank uh, the Musical Ghost for the use of our theme song, Swing All Night and Day. And I'd like to thank you for watching with yours. Yep. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.